What is going on, Internet? Welcome back to another episode of Nerdy Nomicron. Episode 20. It's a big one. Not according to Ollie, though. He thinks milestones should only be left to 25, 50, 75, 100. That's exactly right. Well, not 75. I say we skip 75. Skip skip 75. (laughs) 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 Episode 20. Thanks for joining us. I am your host, Alex, a.k.a. Snurfin. Joining me, of course, the only two homies that I've got. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) Two best homies that I've got. Currently, at this moment, before I accept Ollie's resignation for all of his insubordination. <laughs> Just jokes. My name's Jeff. Ollie, the Vonstrosity, how you doing, buddy? You know me, always doing wonderful. Yeah, I know you, ABC, and all the time, always be closing. And of course, Ryan, send the tick synthetic, how you doing? Pretty good, pretty good. Awesome. Did you know that Javier over at Nerd Talk Plus, shout outs to Javier and the crew over at Nerd Talk Plus, butchers your name every time he says it. And yes, Javier, I'm calling you out right <laughs> here, live on the internet. I don't remember how he says it, but he does not say synthetic. He's like, I say sin the tick out of a joke. And he like almost says that kind of, you know, because I just, <laughs> I don't know how he says it, but it's, it's definitely weird. You should definitely get him to say it out loud um, okay. sometime. Javier, buddy, <laughs> Javier, buddy, I love you. I'm just joking. You're awesome. <laughs> um, it's been a busy couple weeks with some with some shows and some. It was a new. Uh, where's my head at? Oh my god, the new Doctor Strange trailer that just dropped not long ago. Mm-hmm. Um, plenty to unpack there. Uh, but I know we le- kind of left off last episode um, talking like, a touch. We kind of just barely touched on Peacemaker, and I did say we would table it and talk about it today. And we still don't have a docket. That's not a real thing. We're not docketing anything. But since we said we talk about it, we should definitely talk about it. Now, Ryan has not watched Peacemaker, but doesn't Ooh. care about spoilers. Right. Boo is right. Boo earns. God. It. I'll get to it. Don't worry. I know you'll get to it. It's 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 fine. We set him up with a little Crave TV, so he'll be able to catch up at some point. Uh, but he is familiar with what has sort of been going on, uh, and yes. and knows about the uh, the finale cameos, which is like honestly the best part of all of that. And we will get there. But to get us started, Ollie, first impressions, or not even first impressions, since the season's over, impressions mm-hmm. on on Peacemaker. In general, what are you? What are your thoughts? I'm honestly really surprised that the show has such a big response to it that it does. Because normally DC is like not even <clears throat> considered when you know the MCU is where it's at now, right? Um, I think John Cena as Peacemaker was like a really good choice. I I don't know a lot about Peacemaker from from the comics at all. Oh, neither but... do I. John Cena is who I picture as Peacemaker going forward. If there ever to, if there were ever to be a change of that, um, so this show comes off the heels of um, the Suicide Squad remake, like legit, and, right, right from the end of that, almost. Uh, yeah, like five months post. You know, it's like he's recovered in hospital since right. he's been shot in the neck, and it, yeah, and then it takes off with him being discharged from the hospital and being signed up by yet another task force by man waller the uh i don't know if the task force has a name but it's the butterfly project is what their whole thing is right 
And um, yeah, I keep, I keep to... wanting to say Task Force X, but that doesn't—I don't know where that's what that's even from. Well, that—that's what um, Suicide Squad is. It's Task Force X. So can they be Task Force Y or Sure Z? Task Force Z? I don't fucking it know. It can be anything you want them to be. Yeah. No, it can't be because I didn't write <laughs> because, it. Well, <laughs> the thing is, is I, I bet you they don't even have like a name for it because they say it in a few a few times in the series that they're a black ops unit who's not supposed to exist. <clears throat> and I don't even think they're being like funded. Hence why like Diebeard was talking about being criminally underpaid or something <laughs> in, in one of the episodes. Um, but anyways, like I'm... I'm not surprised that people like the show because like it honestly is like a really good show. I enjoyed every bit of it. Um, I'm just surprised because I totally thought the show would follow the kind of DC like curse where every other movie seems to be really hated. And then the movie after that seems to be really well received. And maybe this could be the start of, you know, the DC getting an actual footing. You know, we have yet to see, but I think we said in our last episode that we have high hopes for uh, Black Adam and the Flash and the Batman. Yeah. But Mm -hmm. yeah, like overall, I I really like this show. Yeah, I thought it was uh, pretty well done, Uh, but weird, like real fucking weird. The show (laughs) is weird and I can't say it enough. Um I'm like half on, half off when it comes to this. Like I, I loved the finale. I thought that was a great finish, um, and definitely it hyped me up. It made me more hype about the show in the last episode than I had been throughout the entire series or uh, season so far. Um, great cast too, though. I will definitely say they've they actually have a fucking wicked cast selection uh, for all these people. Some old classics that we haven't seen on the silver screen in for fucking ever, like Lachlan Monroe as uh, Detective Fitzgibbon there. is Okay, where's he from? He's super familiar. He did a lot of, since I have IMDb open, I'm going to just go ahead. I'm pretty, He did a lot of comedies back in the day. Because was it like Malcolm in the Middle or something? I swear he played like some suburban dad in something. Well, he was in Scary Movie. He was in White Chicks. White Chicks. Oh, he played the cop yeah. that stuffed his face with the, their underwear. Yeah. Right. Uh, and a whole bunch of other shit. Like, he's just been in... He's been in so much. Like, big stuff, a lot of small stuff. But that's just, just the way it is. Um, but yeah, I haven't seen him on the screen in for fucking ever. So it was definitely nice to to have him back in. And then, of course, John Cena. And uh, what's it? Danielle Brooks, who plays uh, Adebayo from um, Orange is the New uh, Black. Orange is the New Black. Yeah, she's and, actually funny as hell. Like you don't really, I don't, yeah. I don't find that you see that much in Orange is the New Black. But in this, she's got a good fucking sense of humor and really good timing. Yeah, yeah, I, I found that's kind of like <clears throat> what I was saying earlier. I, I, it must. I'm pretty sure it's come up in a previous episode. But people who are comedians have this natural ability for timing. And it, whether it's a drama or a horror movie, it's just they get it right. But yeah, oh, anyways, yeah. I think she's I think she's a great actress, and I think even the person that played her fiance or wife is somebody too. But I can't remember where I've seen her before. Elizabeth Faith Ludlow. I uh, she looked familiar, but I don't know. Oh, she was in Godzilla, King of uh, Monsters. She was First Lieutenant Griffin. I don't even know. Definitely is. some small role character because I recently watched that movie and I don't remember seeing her. And she was in Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two as the Isak mother. Don't remember, but right, I don't know something. But been in a ton of TV though. 
Oh, okay. Um, Another Life, NCIS, a whole bunch of them. She was in The Walking Dead. Was that maybe? Oh. With, was that where you might know her from? She was probably The Walking Dead or NCIS. Yeah. Uh, a, a rat, a rat, a r a t, a rat. Must be a new season character then, because I don't. Think uh, two thousand eighteen says that she was in eleven yeah. episodes. Okay, then one of the newer seasons, because I stopped watching that show in like twenty fifteen. That's fair. I what, what time around what time was that? Um, that was when Negan was first introduced. I think. Did you watch the rest of that season after? Spoilers ahead, guys. That he <laughs> after he killed fucking Stephen Abraham Nunes, and Stephen Wen's and, character there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't think I really did. I think I saw. Is that the same season they introduced Ezekiel and his tiger? Yeah. Okay, then I probably watched the majority of that season then, because I definitely remember there being scenes with him and Carol, I think. But but aside from that, I think that's when I stopped watching The Walking Dead, and I believe that was around then. That show also got weird after a while, and I get that it was post-apocalyptic zombie, uh, I want to say invasion, but that's not the word I'm looking for, zombie, I guess zombie apocalypse. But, yeah. Um, but like that shit got... F- fucked up after a while too like i stopped watching after that season is when i stopped watching like when like the garbage people were a thing and i didn't it was, make it, it that far. <laughs> you didn't, didn't even remember far. the garbage no. people yeah oh, there were like legit people who spot. um like it, when glenn dies that's the, is that the season finale or like the mid-season glenn. that's the no, opener that's- that's the premiere, yeah. That's the opener, yeah. Because they, they yeah. left it on a huge cliffhanger, and everyone was so upset about it. I think yeah, it, it must have been like we didn't mid-season. didn't know who was... season was when I stopped watching. Like, when I, they took a break in the middle of the season for a few months, like they always do. And I think I stopped yeah. watching the point. Yeah, I feel like AMC was... Like, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think AMC shows were the ones that introduced that. Or at least those are the ones that I watched the most of around that time when that fucking mid-season hiatus was introduced in tv shows i'm actually not sure where that started i don't know i mean i definitely did see a lot of that for amc as well but i don't know if they they it was amc and then it started becoming the the cw shows like the flash and arrow that introduced that and that like it it drives me up the wall when they do that um (laughs) well you don't you don't you don't think that they deserve a break well (laughs) i mean a, a lot of it is like shows in the past have never really done that it wasn't until like the 2010s when shows started doing that um i I don't know it just for me it just it just breaks up my kind of immersion but i i I guess i get it if it's a show that requires a lot of filming and they need to stop for the winter because where they film it's just you know it's going to be terrible filming conditions right no fair but you know you know they do now to alleviate all that is now they just have shorter seasons yeah i've noticing that trend too most shows these days are like 13 episodes 13 tops which i'm honestly more a fan of i'd rather have a tighter season without a mid-season break than a 26 episode season with a no that's fair but if you're gonna if you're gonna have such a short season though i would prefer if you just double down and put it all out at once instead of making me wait a week to watch the next one that's true and i feel like netflix does that and, and i'm well netflix it mostly does that yeah i was gonna say they mostly yeah. do that they'll give you the whole the whole season in one go um yeah and then disney's doing the approach where they give you like the first few episodes and then they do it um week by week 
I understand why they do that. They don't want don't people know. just signing up for a, a free uh, a free trial and then watching the shows they want to watch in one go and then never signing up. They're just trying to maximize profits. But in, in my eyes, <clears throat> I see it as people are too lazy to cancel their subscription when the show they, they finished watching is over. So they, they might as well keep it and find another show that also dropped all episodes at once. Yeah, but- Ryan, you're about to say something. I honestly like the way, uh, like the weekly episode releases. I don't like um, when they're long seasons split up. Uh, mm. I, I find that it, it oftentimes means that per episode we get less actual content and more filler in just like to make it go on longer. Um, but I, I like having things to look forward to in the week. I, I don't always like the the rush of trying to finish an episode, especially like doing what we do, where talking about more relevant things, like we we have more of a desire uh, to keep up on new releases. Uh, so falling behind and like potentially seeing spoilers and whatnot sort of ruins a lot of that for me. Right. And I just find it a lot easier to keep up with uh, like a single episode weekly release. And I like being able to theorize about the potential future of like the the near future of this whatever show it may be like what they're going to do in the next episode rather than what we might potentially see a year or more from now right and i definitely agree with you i was gonna i was actually just gonna say that the same thing that it works in our favor that way because then we have shit to discuss on the show right yeah truly Um, because like no go ahead ollie like don't don't take me wrong like i i love binging but i i do agree at the end of the day the week to week episode releases are better because like you know right now i'm watching like five different shows most of them being on hbo releasing weekly and so like on a weekend i'll have like three four episodes of a show to watch but they'll all be from like different shows so i Mm kind of like that because it does give me something to look forward to and again we can if it's a show we're all watching, we can discuss it on this podcast. Definitely. And I feel like it, it invests us more into the show as well. If, if we feel like we want to sort of weigh in on what we think the future of the show would be, it just gets us more involved with all of it. And, and it makes it a more enjoyable experience overall. Oh, totally. But that said, if it's, if it's a show that ends poorly, it also feels worse than if you just binged a show and didn't like the way it ends. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Plus, with binging, if we've all binged on different days, that's a lot of episodes to retain your knowledge for for us to discuss. Like, oh, I mean, yeah. Mm-hmm. What was the last show that we all binged? Like, The Witcher season two. Like, we, I don't know. Like, we had oh, some yeah. talking points, but if we had broken it up and talked about every three episodes, then I think it. I think we would have had a lot more to discuss and break down. Um, mm. but that's probably not the best example because I don't think anyone of us here are actual huge Witcher lore um fans. Um, but I guess well, we uh, also something like uh like um. Uh, that League of Legends show. Yeah, like I was just gonna say Arcane. Arcane. Yeah, because it doesn't really have like any background context. To yeah. It, so going in with a like a fresh face to this IP, it doesn't really matter. And it, with especially with it being like three episodes drop, and then like a week later or something, three more episodes drop or whatever it was they were doing. Uh, like we could have talked a lot more at length on that show. But yeah. because we sort of watched it all in one sitting a little later on, it was a pretty quick discussion. Well, yeah, you guys watched it later on. 
Um, yeah, I suppose. I didn't. I think you were watching it as it came out. I watched it once online episodes were already out. Yeah, I, I from day one to its last episodes, I watched consistently every week. I think yes, Ryan yeah. was the was the one who was latest to the party. There. I was, but I was honestly waiting more to see what people thought of it because i truly it doesn't matter what other not... people think it's it, it, it only it matters me. Is, like, is it, it entertaining I, to you but i i cared about what people <laughs> thought because it had nothing to do with anything i remotely care about yeah and like I, to me i, I have no desire to look into this because it, i wasn't interested so Preach. for people yeah like for people to then come out and be like this show was amazing uh i was then uh, willing to give it a shot because if other people thought it was worth their time and weren't fans of the game or like their other five games uh, <laughs> so then it was worth my time at that point no fair enough but i mean i was raving about it that's true but you're you know, but that was still as one was person i was still as was released <laughs> and like like i said like i said before as when shows are releasing on like a a, like per episode basis to me the ending is like the most pivotal point of that show so if like you might have really enjoyed the first six episodes and then the the back three could have been absolutely terrible and at that point i wouldn't have given the show a chance fair enough so what what i'm taking away from this is that shows that release all their episodes to binge is good when it's something you know nothing about and are waiting for other people to tell you how good of a show it is to watch. Whereas if it's a show that that you're excited for, it's better to have a weekly release because then you got that to look forward to and a lot of discussion to be had. Like we just did with um, Book of Boba. Yeah, that makes sense to me. I mean, it's a good breakdown of it. Well, I'm not going to lie. My takeaway from all of this is you guys don't trust my opinion and oh. I should just quit. <laughs> quit? Like, are you a professional reviewer? No, I'm a professional podcast. Well, semi-professional pod. Ah, I'm just a podcaster. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Ah, uh, not nice. Um, back to Peacemaker though. We we tangent <laughs> off wild there. That's okay. I'm I blame me. I'm quite certain I started that one. Um, that was a fun one though. Yeah, I don't even know where the fuck we left off. Um, um, okay, well, maybe to go back to Peacemaker, why don't we talk about that that intro? Because everyone's... I mean, I'll let you talk about the intro, because everybody but me seems to love it. Really? Oh, yeah. my God, it's... I watched I, I it once, like... just, to, just to say that I've watched it once, and I was like, okay, well, this is an interesting choice. Uh, and everybody's like, oh, man, I watch it every episode. I always watch yeah, it. Like, no, I, I cannot. I, it's... I, I I won't say I watch Silly. it every episode, but definitely the majority of episodes I do watch it. Um, it's yeah, like you're right. It's silly, and I feel like that's one of the things that's on your mind when you think about the show, and and you're on the fence about whether you love it or you, or you hate it because it is. I definitely just, don't hate it. It's just but you know it's what I mean. Weird. Like you're yeah. on, you're on the fence. Yeah, it's I'm weird. Definitely on um, the fence. Yeah, I, I don't know. I I think it is pretty unique as far as intros go. Probably um, one of the most unique intros to a television show, a live action television show I've ever seen. Not to mention unique mm-hmm. in terms of what the whole show's premise is about. Like that has nothing to do with the premise of the show. Right. It's it's 
it's just people coming in and dancing. It's but just I, goofy for the sake of being. Yeah, it looks it looks like the, the the an intro to a fucking sitcom. Well, in my eyes, that's that's what I was going for. Is that's like the intro to Peacemaker's life, and he's imagining it as a fucking sitcom. Like I I just feel like that's so in his character, the way that they've shown him in this show that. I, I could see it being canon because that's what he's thinking about when he's having this like adventure that spans right. the whole season. So I don't know. I, I fucking love it. And I love that they have all the char- all the major characters of the whole series um, in that dance um, number because it just, <laughs> you know, you'd when you first saw it, you would see um, uh, what's the little green dude's name? Oh. <laughs> judo master judo master yeah when when i first saw that i'm like who's that character is that gonna that was, be like his sidekick that's what i thought i i did not knowing anything about the show i thought judo master from the opening credits was supposed to be vigilante yeah and i was like yeah. who's this kid i'm like this little little kid not so i mean like little kid in appearance but man did judo master kick some fucking ass yeah holy shit like i i'm curious on his backstory i never looked it up i wonder if he has any connection to um no i don't even remember the organization but um for for what for just a dc comics property but i think i'm mixing up um a few different storylines um so i won't go into it um but yeah and anyways like that that intro with with the music especially i I found this the what is it the soundtrack of the show it was all like, like it was all like 80s hair metal yeah and I, I like that a lot. Oh no, I definitely dig the the, the style uh, choice for that. I feel like it's very fitting. Like when I look at John Cena, I go, "He's definitely a hair metal fan. He just looks the type." I mean, that's the kind of music they would play in in WWE versus Raw, right? Well, I don't know if they play a lot of hair metal, but maybe, maybe not hair with- metal, but I I don't know. It's it's got that energetic sure. tone to it. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, I'm I'm a I do love hair metal. It's a guilty pleasure for me. Like I love bands like Twisted Sister and Cinderella and Oh Christ, what's the uh Quiet Riot and like I'm I'm definitely a fan, so that that's that was right up my alley. Yeah, and um what did you guys think com- like you you both have seen Suicide Squad, right? What oh yeah. You think, totally. uh, what do you think about his I don't know if we brought this up in the last episode. What do you think about his character compared to Suicide Squad, do you feel like they built on who he was or that it's a completely different character? Because I've seen that discussed in, a, in well, a few posts. It was, I mean, you definitely, they definitely built on who he was and, and like getting, not so much his, well, I mean, you kind of, I guess you kind of do get his origin story, although it's, it's broken up over pretty much the entire season. But seeing where he came from, what he went through as a kid, and what drove him to become Peacemaker, um, uh, that part of the story I actually really appreciated. And that wasn't, I didn't find that as strange as what was actually going on for the rest of the premise, right? Um, so I, I mean, I definitely like that, but I feel like there's, and this is just my opinion, and I don't know if anybody really agrees with me, but I feel like there's a, a bit of a disconnect between the Suicide Squad and Peacemaker in the character in that I felt like he wasn't as as childish and dumb in the Suicide Squad as they make him out to be in Peacemaker. Yeah, and that's pretty much what I've heard from a lot of people, is like, it, it it's a little bit more goofy than how they presented him in 
uh, Suicide Squad. I mean, he was so, already a, a goofy looking bastard in the Suicide Squad. I mean, like you look at yeah. his outfit. I can't help but laugh every time I see that fucking helmet of his. Yeah, yeah, me too. I, I, I think <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I'm thinking of the one scene in the Suicide Squad where him and Bloodsport are going into that rebel camp and just oh my god, and they have a competition. Yeah, <laughs> and, and having their competition and destroying everybody. And I felt like that is the level of like kind of goofiness that I, I think there was a conversation preceding that or following it um where they were talking about peacemaker's outfit or something like that i feel like and yeah i don't know i i i think i saw that kind of character in the tv show already in the movie so for mm. me it wasn't it wasn't like any kind of jump so i don't know i i really liked his character yeah like i said for me there's this weird disconnect and i and i don't know why i can't break away from that but it's just like like you really made him kind of dumb. You kind of made him what's the what's the male version? A himbo? A himbo? A himbo? Yeah. Yeah. To be fair though, there was also a lot of characters that took up a lot of of the limelight in that movie. So it it's kind of the same issue people had with Eternals, where it was like, oh, the characters weren't all really fleshed out. There were so many characters that everyone basically had like three lines of exposition before they were kind of like all thrown together and i i could kind of in in my eyes i could kind of see maybe a little bit of that happening with suicide squad and why people have an issue with it in peacemaker right but personally i i i think that it was already pretty spot on like i think james gunn had a good idea of who this character was and and he must have really felt strongly about this character too for it to be the one that they made the spinoff was Right. Uh, about. Uh, shout outs to uh, James Gunn, fan of the show. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm actually really curious if you guys know anything about why they chose Peacemaker over any of the other characters. Because John Cena is another one of those actors who's kind of big right now. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I was just hoping there would be like a cool story about it, about how we love the character of Peacemaker or something like that. I'm oh, certain he probably does love that. the character. What was that, Ryan? I haven't no clue i i'm just not sure like i i don't know where james gunn falls in terms of uh dc stuff well right um and i mean there are any number of shows that could have spun off there could have been a harley show it could have been a blood sport show hell it could even have been a <laughs> what was the what was the the giant rat thing called oh weasel weasel yeah (laughs) could have been a weasel show yeah that's right i mean they they did show that he just fucking woke right up and and walked on the beach walk right off right that would have been the best cameo if they had that in peacemaker that's actually a really good idea and and or even rat catcher yeah yeah honestly well i i guess we'll probably get to that later considering the, the how the show ended but I could totally see there being cameos in season two from some of the other characters. Oh, definitely. Uh, the world is his oyster. James Gunn is a fucking directing god, more or less. Yeah. Um, and he, um, can, he can do pretty much whatever he wants because everything he touches is more or less gold. Yeah. Um, and, and, I'll, and I'll even say that even about this Peacemaker series. I may not. I may be on the fence about how I feel about it, but it's a, it's a huge hit. I won't deny that. It's a big deal. Fuck me. They were already greenlit for their second season before the season finale even dropped. Yeah. So like that that tells you something there. Uh what yeah, did you uh 
What do you think of the butterflies? What are your What are your thoughts on that? Like weird, weird aliens, weird kind of villain. Yeah. Um. It in a way to me reminded me a lot of just the plot of Suicide Squad because you had minds being taken over, so they kind of just extrapolated that and picked a different villain that was similar to that. I don't know if that's the way they kind of jumped to oh these should be the villain or if it was an actual comic storyline where Peacemaker fought the butterflies yeah i'm not um, certain it's funny because ryan and i were kind of talking about this today at work and he said the exact same the exact same thing he's like yeah. so they're basically starro i'm like well yeah yeah but it's it's kind of starro um except, except it's not one hive mind it's it's sentient yeah, beings yeah mm-hmm. where starro wanted to presumably just consume and enslave uh the butterflies wanted to colonize another planet but in doing so they would have to take over the lives of the people that they um infiltrated for lack of a better term but i i thought that that was a really um interesting thing that i didn't really see coming what is that when they i didn't think that they would actually be taking over key characters in the show i thought all the you know human characters that we saw were all going to be um i guess i didn't expect it to be an actual suicide squad the tv show where characters are actually like dying by the fucking hundreds and because of the butterflies taking them over those characters are actually like dead and that kind of shocked me whenever that happened with a character so when we had that first plot twist of um what is what is the squad leader's name i'm already forgetting his name uh um mern mern yeah um i i totally thought that it was that he infiltrated this task force to to corrupt it from the inside and whatever right not that he was trying to bring about change yeah exactly um and i'm curious did they ever touch on because we know that they they wanted to basically um you know milk that cow thing that they brought from their planet giant caterpillar yeah yeah so what was he kind of involved but like rebelling at the same time with what was going on because he was eating his like jelly thing in in that episode that you see him at the, at the end for the first time. Sorry, or what? like my, my brain spaced on me. What did you just say? Yeah, like <laughs> like sorry. Because... In the, while while you're talking, I'm like trying to find the history of the butterflies in DC, and I'm not coming up with much. So I'm like kind of reading, and then my brain kind of wandered off. Um, what was the last thing you just said there? Yeah, I, I could have worded it better too. But like, <laughs> it's clear that they all have to eat from the same source. That was like the whole right. premise of them having that cow, right? Yes, so uh, human food doesn't uh, doesn't do the same thing. So if he wasn't, yeah, if he wasn't aligned with them, how was he getting the food? So that was my thought at first. With like, that's why he's bad, especially oh, once I they just thought, later uh, revealed that. I just thought maybe he had like an inside source, like uh, that that cop buddy of his that was kind of on his side and then switched sides later on. Oh, the old white cop. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Anyways, it, it it was there were some interesting plot twists in this show, I guess. Um, and yeah, yeah I, it was fucking gory. Yeah, yeah. Fuck, was it ever? That, you know what though? That's kind of what I I enjoy about the DC movies over Marvel is that they're not afraid to go dark and they're not afraid to swear, have nudity, fucking blow shit up, explode bodies, rip bodies apart, like. I actually really like the Suicide Squad for that because watching King Shark just fucking 
literally eat people and rip people in half was fantastic. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think they need to lean into that hard because the the other two non-Marvel or DC properties that I'm really liking all have to revolve around the fact that it's not a pretty world where heroes exist, you know? Like right. look at in look at Invincible, look you at You just the took boys. the words right out of my mouth, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Like those are two properties where it's brutal, it's dark, and like then you have which sure, you know, some terrible things happen, like the the fucking blip, everyone disappearing for five years, a lot of good characters dying and whatnot, but it it's still got that like happy go lucky atmosphere relative to those properties. Because it's and owned with, by Disney. Yeah. And with the and, with the with the awesome exception of Deadpool and the things that fall under that Sony category, I mean, I guess you know, they don't really do that with Spider Man, but Deadpool for sure is uh, is gory and full of awesomeness. Yeah, and with Warner Brothers um, having the rights to uh, the DC EU um, films, I guess you know. In in their other kind of PG thirteen stuff, they they can get really dark. Like Harry Potter, you know, the second movie was like a horror movie essentially. For um, and I don't know, I could totally see them like really leaning into that dark side. Like it's not unlike Warner Brothers to do that. Yeah. So yeah, I, I and I think I said this in the previous episode. I would love to see like a more horror Batman, and and I think Ben Affleck's Batman would have been really good for that. Yeah, but we're, I guess we're we're a little too beyond that now. Yeah, yeah. It does seem that way. I mean, especially in regards to that end scene of Peacemaker um, and their unwillingness to show us to certain characters. Um, like, well, just yeah, we know just that there's body doubles for most for Superman them. and for Wonder Woman. Yeah, show's yeah. been out. Show's been out for or been done for about a week. Well, there's that, but also <laughs> like Cyborg isn't even there. And Batman. They're, and neither Batman. of them are there. Yeah. Right. And we know for sure that both Ben Affleck and um, Ray Fisher, Ray Fisher. Yeah. Uh, they're, they're both not reprising their roles. So it sort of it intrigues me a little bit, uh, the fact that like they still had the cameo from Superman and Wonder Woman, even though they were both body doubles. Um, at, like the, the possibility of seeing both of them continue to reprise their roles just because they left the characters in. Yeah. Like as far as I'm concerned, they didn't have to do that. It would have, it wouldn't have been a stretch if just flash showed up even. I mean, I'm glad they picked who they picked for their cameos, but I mean, Oh, me too. Um, So am I. I thought it was awesome. I just think that like, I, I, I feel like it's intentional that they placed who they placed in that scene. Yeah, right. 100%. But I mean, why not have Gal Gadot? Like, first off, is she in the middle of something right now? I don't know. And secondly, well, she's still Wonder Woman. Um, I want to <laughs> say it. It probably has to do, yeah, with like their filming schedules. The last two projects, I think they did. Henry Cavill did The Witcher, and Gal Gadot did that Red Notice movie on Netflix. And I feel <laughs> like that was their latest ones. Unless they got something else in the works, but it, to my in my head, um, it probably aligns with when Peacemaker was filmed because Peacemaker must have been filmed like months ago, or if not like a year ago. I think it started filming immediately after um, the Suicide, Suicide Squad. Squad. Yeah, that's right. So, hmm. or you know what? It, and it could have just been as easy as the Flash and Aquaman were, you know, 
filming in in this in a studio nearby or something like that and they were about to start filming and they were like might as well bring those guys in i mean but, she's but, got a bunch of projects on the go right now so maybe that's why they couldn't get her well in. i heard that that final scene it was actually filmed on the uh the filming location for guardians 3 oh what? really we're gonna yeah. go back to that barn I mean, I don't know. Like, all I know is what happens when he walks away with like the the person in his hands, and then he sees them like drop down. And he's like, "You guys are late." Uh, that that's all yeah. I've seen of. But um, I I just heard that it was on the same set, uh, and I think he put out a tweet um, about it even, and it was like Marvel shaking hands with DC. <laughs> huh. That's kind of cool. Yeah. Well, at the very at the very least, I think what you said is right, Ryan. Like the fact that they have Gal Gadot and and Henry Cavill's, you know, Superman and Wonder Woman, um, like in that scene was, I think, is telling that they're going to be continuing on a future project. And I think at the very least, like, is it out of the question that Henry Cavill will show up in um, the Flashpoint? movie because i believe the yeah there was a there was a superman that was kept underground under a red um light uh Mm -hmm. like as soon as he crash landed on earth and he was like a skinny frail guy so i mean superman is is in the story so they could be doing something with that with henry cavill and that's that's as far as i hope so because as far as we all know henry cavill or isn't uh he's not superman anymore he's he's been he's done my other thought is that he is i can't remember the character's name is it nuclear man or something like that because i don't know if you guys remember the flashpoint um storyline because um i think it's orm has nuclear man strapped inside of like a nuclear submarine orm like the former ocean master orm yeah yeah, he's he's actually like the second in command to Aquaman in that um storyline, I believe. Interesting. So I don't remember that part. And and anyways, that was like the whole thing about their superpower against the Amazonians was that they were gonna activate this nuclear guy who's strapped in a chamber to, you know, fucking explode. And if I remember right, this guy has somewhat similar powers to Superman. I, I'm not entirely sure, but yeah, I don't know. Maybe that's the way Henry Cavill could still show up in that as movie. As a different just, character entirely. Yeah, as a different character with similar powers. Just as like a... Yeah, that same would thing. be a huge slap in the face. That'd be a great disservice. Yeah, but like that's that's in the comics as well, because Supergirl is Power Girl in other Earths, right? Oh, so I, I, I don't mean, know, like like that's... I, I, that's a thing that's not out of the realm of possibility. He seems hmm. so confusing. Um, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I am happy, though, that they were able to get Jason Momoa and Ezra Miller to come in <laughs> for the 30 seconds they were on. And I probably laughed the hardest at that than I did throughout the entire season. I mean, I agree with you that I laughed the hardest at that because that was like, you know, first of all, the whole fucking premise of the joke that Aquaman fucks fish and they literally throw that at you know Jason Momoa's Aquaman character right like yeah that was great it made me laugh but that's not to say that the, that other parts of the season weren't funny as well no i it, actually had a really a good time it was a funny show it was entertaining yeah, yeah. And, and and it was a funny show not all the gags and jokes hit with me but i mean it was mm. funny but i yeah. think that 
for me as a culminating thing, and I think part of it play, playing into it was because they got the cameos. And when when they first come on scene, I was like, "There's no fucking way they got all four. Like, mm-hmm. no way." And though the body doubles look the real deal, man. Like, I for a split second, I was like, "Holy shit, they got all of them." And then you yeah. get closer, and I'm like, I'm looking at Aquaman, and I'm going, "Is that Momoa, or is it someone who just really looks like Momoa?" And then it wasn't a turn; he actually turns to face him, and I was like, "Holy shit, they actually got him! Like, that's fucking crazy!" And then, and then the line of "Go fuck another fish," and he's, that's only a rumor. And then Barry turns and looks at him. And he's like, "No, it isn't." And he's like, "Fuck you, Barry." <laughs> <laughs> or is it? Or is he say "fuck you"? Or is he say "I fucking hate you" or something like that? I'm so fucking tired of this rumor. Oh man! Like the lines, however few they were, like they just they slayed me. I I thought that was brilliant, and I think. In that hype moment is what made it that much funnier for me because they were able to get two out of four. Yeah, yeah. I honestly just wasn't even expecting them to connect this with um, with the DCEU. So, I mean, considering that this Suicide Squad was a remake of the other Suicide Squad movie, I think it's safe to say that this is now what's canon. I think we were discussing that earlier, wondering if this was like the canon one to the DCEU was the other Suicide Squad or both of it. I think this confirms that the latest Suicide Squad is for sure like can with DCEU. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So, mm-hmm. so yeah, it, like I, I just was not expecting that level of cameo. You know, they've talked so many, so much shit about all the characters. Like I think they're in the first episode when he goes to his dad's house and they were, I think he was talking with, about Batman with his um, neighbor, old neighbor. Yeah. yeah. I can't remember. <laughs> can't remember what they said about Batman. Um, Oh yeah, he was saying like Batman was a pussy for not killing. I think was yeah, this yeah, thing. yeah. And I'm like, that's what that's like what everyone thinks. Like yeah, and and I was like, there's no way they're gonna connect this with like how much they shit on actual DC. I thought it was like kind of the point of the show to show that that's how separate it was from it that they could rift on all these characters and get away with it and then now the fact that they had the justice league show up is like holy shit like they're actually gonna let them like go places with this show so i'm i'm really looking forward to season two Mm -hmm. after that finale i am now as well um and not just because of the cameo i think this the, the culminating episode was definitely one of the best moments in in the entire season. I mean, there were other great moments. Um, a real quick sidebar, though. We didn't really touch on Vigilante. I think Vigilante is probably one of my favorite characters. Yeah, well, I was going to say, like, the last three episodes of the season were really great. But the ones where Vigilante really, like, shine through, I also loved. Like, the one where he's, um, you know, they're infiltrating that what is it the governor something's house and killing the butterflies off and vigilante shows up and is like oh i'll kill those kids and oh right um, and then when they when he gets strapped to the chair and the guy's like cutting off his pinky toe and he's (laughs) he's unmasked and he's doing all those like faces and it's like they can't recognize your face if you're making all these faces you know and oh man like uh, i just i really liked his character because he's such a kid at heart yeah. But when it comes down to like the actual action, he is such a fucking badass. Yeah, and here's the wild thing. That actor was in Harry Potter. He played the um the leader of the Quidditch team in Harry Potter. Which Quidditch oh. team? You need to be a little like, more specific. Like the Gryffindor Quidditch team. Yeah. I recognize Shut his the face fuck now. up. Yeah. So he's not like young in his twenties. He's like late thirties or something, because he was like twenty two when he was in Harry Potter. One second. 
and like I like the name I is escaping me, and I'm I'm, I'm trying to figure. Freddy it kind of reminds me of Aaron Taylor Johnson as well. You but... have some weird crush on that man. You like to bring him <laughs> up all the time. Do I? Yeah, Cormac McLagan. I don't know who the fuck that is. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty sure he's definitely yeah. not one of the original characters. He was only in Deathly Hollows. Oh, Hollows? and Half. Okay. Oh, never mind. Sorry, I I am mistaken. And Half Blood Prince as well. Okay. Yeah, I guess maybe it was a recast, or the character is a different one from the first few Harry Potter films. Because the guy I picture as the leader of the Quidditch, the Gryffindor Quidditch squad, is definitely not. Yeah, like definitely doesn't look like him. I feel like he that guy was a bit taller than than Stroma. Yeah, but, like I don't, I don't recognize. I, don't I thought like the face looks familiar. Like this scene in is it the first movie or the second movie where uh, McGonagall pulls Harry out of class and like brings him to the 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 uh, Quidditch? Um, oh no, captain. not not the same guy. Oh, I thought like they. I thought that uh, that was that guy that you were talking mm. about. No, that his that was uh, fuck me. Now I have to actually look it up. Like I thought, he looked pretty similar. Like his hair, at least, was uh, pretty similar. Like the the style of it, anyway. Yeah, I think I know what you mean, but but yeah. Anyways, I was no okay. It's the yeah McLagan. Um, I'm seeing a picture of him now in Harry Potter, and he, I like I think he looks completely different than how he presents himself in in uh, Peacemaker. So I I feel like he's um I don't know. I I just feel that he's a good actor. And I really liked uh, pretty much every scene that he was in. Apparently, he even has an uncredited cameo in the Suicide Squad. Huh. Really? That's what I, I saw if, under his IMDb. I wonder if he if he's friends with anyone in the cast before that or something, and like they just like, hey, like let's let's give him an audition. Um, but yeah, anyways, his character was great. Oh my god, where is this? I'm trying to figure out the name. Oliver Wood is who uh, who was the original. Captain oh, okay. Uh, yeah. okay. But he was already like in his what fourth year? Oh fourth yeah, that makes sense because he would have graduated. When, right, because he was gone a few movies later. Yeah, because it's only what seven years of Hogwarts? Yes. I'm not sure. <laughs> yes, right. yes, there is. There seven years. <laughs> Those well, yeah, no, apparently apparently he's got he has IMDB credits as uh, he was in the Suicide Squad, but I'm not certain where huh. that would where where he showed up. I wonder if he was in the rebel camp or in the bar they partied at. I, I I feel like those are the two places they would throw him in. He could have been in the prison somewhere, just like standing in the background. Oh, that's yeah. true. Yeah. Man, I kind of want to rewatch this movie now. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Kind of got to find him. But yeah, a- any other thoughts on the movie, guys? Show? Show. <laughs> uh, see, I'm already <laughs> thinking of the movie. Well, Ryan doesn't have shit and hasn't been able to really contribute much to this conversation. Wow. He hasn't that watched is it. correct. That is correct. Okay. So, well, and out of 10, what would you rate the show? <laughs> I'd you know, probably a solid like seven. Solid seven. That's a, solid that's seven. A, okay. <laughs> that's a good rating. That's higher than I would give it. And I actually watched it. So. Whoa. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Ryan didn't watch it. <laughs> okay. Um, you, give, you give it a seven. That's your final verdict. That's his sure. final verdict, yeah. For someone who hasn't even seen a single fucking episode, 7 out of 10. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. I don't know if I really want to give it a rating, because I don't want to be controversial on it. wouldn't be controversial. It's a hard 6 for me. Hard 6. <laughs> and that's only yeah. because things like, like things I said earlier, like they, they really dumbed him down, and I really didn't care for that. I get that he's supposed to be a goofy kind of character, and, and a little childish, and I get 
kind of when, when you really get to see the background of his life and how he grew up and, and having fucking, was it Red Dragon, White Dragon? Something like that. Red Dragon, as, I think. Red Dragon as his father. Well, no, I think it was White Dragon, but the costume was mostly red with some white accents. And I think that's Canadian where, Dragon. It's not even Canadian. Do not <laughs> associate that, that racist bigot fuck. <laughs> With with Canada, don't don't even. We just take that. I might even edit that bitch out. <laughs> no, and like seeing like what he went through as a kid, and you know, like his dad used to make him and his brother fight for sport for yeah, entertainment, entertain his buddies, and he accidentally that's... kills his brother just because well, of a stray fucking punch. And like you, I, I could see how the, his disconnect from his family and, and his childhood growing up is what lent what lends itself to being where his head's at now. I can under, I can kind of understand that, but they just made him so dumb. And I really don't, I, I, John Cena's worth more than that. Yeah. He's kind of a goofy guy in a lot of the movies that he does. Um, I haven't seen the latest fast and furious, so I don't really know how well he does in that, but like, I feel like the man needs more credit and more, uh, sharper roles. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He was, he was pretty all right in the new fast and furious movie. Um, it I, I don't know i i don't have an issue with that but i'm i'm glad you brought up the thing with the the dad and the disconnect cuz yeah. that's what i've been curious about with the story is because he obviously still has a relationship with his dad his dad like shits on him and spits in his face pretty much every interaction they have right yeah, he still like comes to his dad and his dad lets him in so i'm really curious if they're going to go into that in season 2 and we're especially with the fact that you know in this last episode we did see him hallucinating his dad um around so i I, i'm i'm really curious if that's gonna be a thing in season two where his dad's just gonna be in his head a lot possibly in his head yeah they're gonna go into their whole relationship because it is a very complicated relationship and i'm really fucking curious about like why is there like a white supremacist that knows how to do like quantum uh fucking universe mechanics and shit like that like i'm really curious about how he knows how to do all that techno well, shit that he used to work it, for star labs or something right that's what i was i was just gonna say i was like i'm wondering if if maybe that was a he was an ex-employee yeah ex-disgruntled yeah. employee maybe i don't know but i mean yeah. he is a villain and, and and i guess that's where the whole villainy thing stems to to peacemaker is because of his association with his father <laughs> Yeah, I think they even like hinted um, when they were joking with him about how he targets more um, more black people than white people oh, yeah. <laughs> in in like episode two or three or something like that. So it's so very he's talking, it's when he's talking with the neighbor or something like that. I think is when that happens. Yeah, and then and and you know, it just it's very clear that his dad had like a kind of impact on him, but the fact that he is chill with the kind of group that he was in and like he didn't treat anybody actually differently right just shows it's a diverse that, group yeah like he those weren't sentiments that he himself held they were just biases given to him by his um how he was raised right but to, you know what yeah overall pretty decent show um i don't think we asked you ollie if, if you were to rate it what would uh, you rate it I was I was gonna say I don't think you guys asked me. Um, I I honestly give it an eight point five out of ten. I, I really enjoyed Damn. it. Yeah. Whip, whip, whip. <laughs> <laughs> uh, definitely higher than 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 myself. Uh, Ryan's vote doesn't actually count because he didn't <laughs> watch it. Um, but yeah. now that he has crave, he has zero excuse. That's, That's right. Why. You better binge it by next episode and tell me what your real. <laughs> uh, yeah, you you've got one week. Get this going. 
Yeah. Oh, it's not going to happen this week. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's not. Oh, we got we got big things on the horizon come fucking Tuesday, you and I, yep. sir. Oh, yeah. Uh, and that is the launch of the Witch Queen expansion for Destiny 2. Um, but oh, I, I thought you guys we, were finally tying the knot. <laughs> yeah, that too. Oh, okay. But we'll do it. We'll do it. We'll have oh. to do it in in game though, only because like I'm actually oh. married in real life. Oh, that's kind of sad. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no. More on that actually next episode because Ryan and I are gonna are gonna go. We're gonna hit the bricks pretty hard on that one. Yeah, it'll uh, be a real juice fest for for me. That's for well, sure. You don't have to come. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you can go uh you can go fall deer at that cat shelter of yours <laughs> not gonna lie slightly jealous on that that you got to hang out with cats all day because i'm also a cat person hmm. um i mean yes i have dogs and and i love my i love my dogs uh but i do like cats i'm i am i'm inherently a cat person originally a cat person whoa so you, a little you bit had, of you had a cgi butthole yeah, I had, I had cat. <laughs> <laughs> Not that kind of cat. Um, Great movie, ten out of ten. Oh, we're, I'm. I'm not even. We should do a watch party on that. I, we I are like not. That. No, we're not watch partying any of that. That's Listen, uh, Ollie, Sometimes you got some real good ideas, and sometimes you got some real bad ideas. And this, <laughs> this is one of the bad ones. Yeah. <laughs> But you know what? Maybe we should talk about something Ryan can actually contribute to. <laughs> sure. Um, because like for this this half of the episode so far, Ryan said like ten things. Yeah, about that. <laughs> I mean, I you know what? To be honest, I don't even know if you've even been here the whole time. You could have uh-huh. fucked off and gone and done stuff around your 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 house, and and none of us would have known. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's only got like twenty words he's left dead. of the week. Normally, we have true. these on. Normally we have these on Saturday, so he must have been real busy on Saturday that he has nothing to talk about. He was super I had to busy work on Saturday. You and I both oh. had to work. You and I have been on Gross. like the same days for like the last five days. Nice. And then we get to do it all over again tomorrow. Sure. Hot. The city of Calgary needs its fucking cannabis, man. Oh. Yeah. Sure does. Um, Doctor Strange, this trailer was Fucking dope. I didn't have a clever segue for that. Um, Ollie, actually, I mean, I got Ollie to watch it just, yeah. before, uh, just before you joined us. Right? Wow. I didn't listen to it, though. I know, right? You what? I didn't listen to it, though. Oh, for I just, fuck's sake, dude. I just watched what? it muted. No! The, the whole... <laughs> the audio adds to the whole thing. How did you... How? How? Why? Well, I joined the call. We were kind of talking, and I was telling you that I was watching it as I was watching it. So I just didn't unmute it after that. You should have <laughs> unmuted it. You should have watched it with the sound. It delivers the whole package. You need to get the eerie music and the yeah. and the, the intensity. You know, you but didn't at, even get the intensity. You didn't the, even understand the intensity. At the same time, there is no same time. You know, you, you're not wiggling you know, out of this one. You, <laughs> Do you know how I stand on watching trailers for movies I know I'm gonna watch? It I'm not taking this as a win. This is not a win for me. This is this was this was a half-assed experience on your end, and you know it. No, but that's why it was half-assed because <laughs> oh. I was still trying to hold true to my core beliefs about not watching trailers, and that was a compromise. It was a horrible compromise. <laughs> I do not accept these terms. It's just how life is. 
Oh, like you missed all the dialogue. You missed all the shit. The stuff that That's makes right. the trailer. I, the trailer. I feel like I feel like I've pieced together just postings I've seen, speculation that no, you, I probably know the things that you guys will be talking about and bringing. Look, you up. can't believe everything you read on fucking Reddit. <laughs> That's true. This is Facebook. You bet. <laughs> <laughs> well, then it's got to be true. Um, it must. Since Ryan I hasn't get, spoken much, we're we're gonna defer to him on this one. <laughs> yeah, all right. Tell me who who is Doctor Strange? I don't even know. It's uh, Doctor Stephen <laughs> Strange. Just, actually, he's my dad. Oh, is it Bring Your Dad to Work Day? It is. It, something like that. Why haven't you brought him to work then? <laughs> you think I don't want to meet Doctor Strange? You fuck. Dad to work, not bring your kid to work. Nah, this we could flip it. Whatever, it's our thing. It's okay, Canada. We do things weird here. Predict that uh, he's got to swing by. It's <laughs> not hey. like it'll take much. You just got to use the portal ring, one of the sling ring. Use the sling ring. Actually, that's now a requirement. He has to use the sling ring to come visit because I need to see that shit happen. Is that what the portal gun is called? The portal gun. Yeah. It... <laughs> yes. The 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 rings in in Doctor Strange are called sling rings. Oh, I thought you were talking about like Portal, the video game. No, we were deaf. Ollie, just in reference to the sling ring, you said portal gun or something like that. I swear. I said the portal ring, I think. Yeah, there you go. And I just instantly (laughs) went to portal the game. Really? That's where your head would go? Not Rick and Morty? Ew. Because as soon as you said portal gun, my brain went Rick and Morty, not portal the game. Well, we know what generation we're a part of. Yeah, I'm from the cooler generation (laughs) because I've been around longer. You're from the tantrum-throwing McDonald's, give-me-my-Szechuan-sauce generation. No. In <laughs> fact, I didn't even experience the Szechuan sauce in my youth when Mulan came out, so I don't even know how fucking good it is. Well, it doesn't matter, because it's a permanent thing now, isn't it? Well, apparently it's different. Apparently it's not the same. <laughs> oh, fuck. Yeah, so I wouldn't, right. I wouldn't know. I, I wouldn't even begin to know, but we are so taking, far off track. Ryan, yeah, we're taking Ryan's limelight away. It's okay. It, it happens all the time. It does. Usually with Ollie. He talks so fucking much. <laughs> Sometimes I can't even get a word in. Hey, you guys got your other platforms. This is King my Ollie, only for fuck's this sakes. is my only platform. Ollie, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I've gotta say, now that now that I know you didn't listen to the audio, do you <laughs> even know what happened in that scene where he like is brought into that, that room and then uh what what's the what is the dialogue that scrolls? across uh, on the with the subtitles it's like something along the lines of we need to tell him titles in a in a trailer i know that the the voice of patrick stewart was supposedly in it as magneto well did you just say patrick stewart and magneto Magneto. are we not all like high during these calls um yeah kind of but like (laughs) patrick stewart as magneto that's a different level dr Professor Xavier. Xavier. (laughs) (laughs) We're talking about Doctor Strange. Was on my. Ollie, go home. You're drunk. (laughs) I am home. I'm on my couch. Yeah, drunk on the couch. (laughs) Jesus fucking Christ. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) If you know what, Ollie, just some absolute silence from you right now. (laughs) Well, Ryan and I. Well, let let the adults talk. Deserved. Okay, you're I'll, on, I'll just you're, re- you're on no, you're on timeout. I'll just react. <laughs> uh, but right, I didn't go. I wanted to ask you guys, <laughs> you know that part in the trailer, um, I think it's 
actually like one of the screenshots in the Discord here um, of Wanda on that second panel. Um, wasn't there another one? It was like a quick uh, uh, shot of what looked like Doctor Strange in a zombie kind of form. Oh, that is definitely Doctor Strange in a zombie form. That's yeah, the bottom, okay. the bottom right one. And it, like, do you guys think that this connects at all to what if, or like, do you think it's just sort of playing it, off of that storyline, or like we're going to see part of that universe in the multiverse? Well, a lot of theory roaming around now that I don't know if Marvel's What If is going to direct like th- that universe itself is going to directly connect to the MCU. But I think elements of it are going to be a part of the multiverse of madness. But I mean, I could very well be wrong. Um, this might be the the moment in time where shit does all come together. Um, there are people who are theorizing that you can you can see Captain Carter or or visuals of her mm-hmm. shield in uh, in that uh, in that movie poster. Yeah. Um, and like there's there's just so much to unpack here. There's so much going on between the trailers and these posters and everything else that keeps coming out. Um, and, it, and it's interesting to see how everything is unfolding and how the very fabric of the MCU as we know it is about to unfucking ravel. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna be fucking crazy. But before we get too deep into that ollie do you know what the uh marvel ollie Women- doesn't know shit he's on timeout right now <laughs> but <laughs> some context here if he doesn't go ahead uh, I'll i didn't i didn't hear you over uh my screen telling me I, I didn't yeah do you know what the marvel illuminati is no i do not oh, uh, so it's, it's basically like a, a group of the most intelligent um beings kind of within marvel's universe uh and that's I mean, a lot to do with um, the theory of the Marvel Illuminati being in this movie is a lot to do with Patrick Stewart's voice um, in that part of the trailer. And as well as what Alex said with the Captain Carter uh, shield thing, um, as she is also one of the uh, members of that council at at one point during a comic run. Uh, But we also see characters like Superior Iron Man, which is a variant of Tony Stark uh, that wields, I believe, three Infinity Stones. Whoa, um, and, crazy. And there's yeah, a small rumor going around that Tom Cruise might actually be playing this variant. So to build off of that, um, Tom, one of Tom Cruise's original requests uh, when they had first wanted to cast him as Iron Man uh, instead of Robert Downey Jr. was that he did, didn't want to have to wear a mask and he wanted his face to be uh, like more revealed. And yeah. what sort of makes is uh, to a lot of uh, fans, especially given like this character's history, is that he doesn't wear a mask. He only has like uh, like a you know when when Tony's like face piece kind of flips up to the top of his head and it's just like around his yeah like the, uh, like bordering his face. Yep, it's it's more or less that. And then he has the Infinity Stones like on his forehead um, attached to the armor, and that's that's what the character looks like in all of the the comic runs that I've seen him in. Um, so oh. that like kind of uh, would leave the door open to somebody like, like Tom Cruise playing that part. Uh, but it also kind of provides some context to uh, that fight that we see of just that glowing being that's like kind of looks like they're on fire and almost like Captain Marvel uh, looks. Well, that's, uh, that's what sense. I thought it was. Yeah. And there's, there's definitely a lot of speculation around 
who or what that actually could be. Yeah, a lot of people have said uh, that it's probably like we're just looking too much into it, and that's actually just um, what's her name? Something Monica Rambo. Ram- yeah, Rambo. Yeah, Monica Rambo. That's the one who I believe is Photon in the comics. Something like that. I don't know for she sure. Was, but... She was in in WandaVision. She was the yeah uh, yeah yeah. So yeah that, she's that's one why of the Marvels. That's why she most people one of the Marvels. Yeah, that's who that character is, is because of her appearance in WandaVision. Vision. Right. Um, but now people are also theorizing it could also be this variant Tony Stark. And the new latest hot one is that it's actually Kang. Hmm. Kang? Yeah. Interesting. Right. The, the, the wild take I, I would have done on this. No. Never what? mind. Well, sorry, no. what were you saying, Ryan? No, no. I want to hear your, your, your wild take, no. sir. Oh, it's my, a wild my, take. My wild take is that it's somebody with the power cosmic. Okay. Well, I mean, that could. That, it could be either Captain Marvel or Photon, or because they're they they've got cosmic abilities, right? What about um? This can't be Nova, is it? No. Why would he show up in a Doctor Strange movie? Why would anybody show up anywhere right now? Well, then again, like that's it, true. It's it's just a culmination of characters. Like Reed Richards is also one of the main characters on the Illuminati Council, and so, Reed Richards is also a predecessor of Kang. Yeah. So it's not or, like we can. Very any character. number of these characters, and I, I don't know. Like I, I don't think the door is close to any of these opportunities. Like it just depends on the scale at which they want to give us in this movie, right? But mm. I, I'm more leaning on the side of like this is the next Avengers type movie. Like I don't think we're gonna see Avengers movies going forward. I think we're just going to see big movies like this where we just have massive crossover events, but right. There, I think there there was an article just the other day stating that Marvel has uh, had stated that they are not having any more Avengers movies. Okay, going forward. Yeah, it would make sense. I mean, the the Avengers are are done. The whole thing with the Sokovia Accords, I feel like, would still be in play. No, mm-hmm. like they they gave them oh, pardons. Definitely. They gave them pardons. They didn't give them oh, you're not held to these laws anymore. So, yeah, yeah, like, going going forward, any kind of organization would have to be, like, politically controlled by by law. So... Sorry, Ryan, I cut you off, man. Oh, that's okay. I was was done. Were you, though? Yeah. Okay, so so what is going on with with this um, uh, Wanda, these first two panels that that I'm seeing in the the chat? Like, do you guys have any theories Um, on that without... Oh, she's being seen by well, like a bloody Wanda. So, what's particularly confusing about that is that Wanda's character and like the Scarlet Witch is a Nexus event, and this was actually uh, Nathan that told me this. Um, but apparently, she doesn't have variants. Like, there is one of her in the multiverse, and that is the Wanda that we know. So, isn't the whole House of isn't there, like a whole storyline House of M where like she can know the memories of everybody else in the multiverse who is like the same something Wanda? like that or am i thinking of something I, something else or uh, I, I there's something like i know that a lot of theories i don't really know much about the house of m but i know that a lot of theories um in the last little bit have sort of uh, been tied into that storyline but again i don't really know enough about it to be able to speak on that and i will definitely have to do some uh some digging to find out like how that storyline goes and hopefully provide a little bit of context to to wanda at least in this movie but i mean aside from that like doctor strange is still a completely other question like we've seen already a variant of him in one of the 
the original trailers and then a zombie version of him and same with wanda like we we see a, a zombie looking version of her <clears throat> as well as a sea variant or like it kind of looks like her in her house in, in uh wherever that town was westview like westview well that's what i was gonna say i i don't think this looks like that house at all does it it is I mean, actually the same house it's just been beat up okay okay i just mean but, like she, uh, the other wanda in that scene looks like she did on uh during like the sitcom uh parts of wandavision right oh like, yeah okay you know like when the style became more modern like a few episodes in and she was wearing like regular clothes and it was uh like color when it was uh, like 90s white. yeah when they did like the malcolm in the middle kind of kind of throwback yeah okay mm-hmm. and then so who is this batman doctor strange oh. in the, <laughs> in the fourth panel Defender Doctor Strange, I think, is what his title is. He's just another Strange variant. And uh, so far, I think we've seen three or four different variants throughout the uh, throughout all the uh, trailers. Something like that. Because there's there's the one that I mean, we would call Doctor Armani. Mm. Um, But I'm and that's the thing. Like I was saying earlier, I'm not certain what they're doing with what if if it's actually branching in. to the MCU, or if they're just kind of paying homage? Yeah, I'm really not sure. That, I mean, that's I a good question. You want to also just throw something in to break up season one and two of What If as well? Like that wouldn't make sense either. Well, because well, right, like who who knows? Like Marvel, they they are the masters of deception. I've said this before. Yeah. Um. They they we only see what they want us to see, and even then, half the shit they show us is fucking deceptive, anyways, because they leave stuff out or they edit new shit in just for for the hell of it to get hype going for no real reason. Like it's it's I have no idea what they're what they're planning on doing here. Mm-hmm. But what were you gonna? You oh were, yeah, uh, Holly, go ahead. Um, well, the last time we saw that um, Doctor Armani is he was he was still trapped in the uh, whatever realm it was that the Watcher put him and uh, Killmonger in together, right? Well, he like, was just there... tasked with like watching over it because it yeah. was and, Killmonger, Ola, I think. and Ultron, or an Ultron, wasn't, yeah, wasn't, kill... yeah, and Ultron. Um, well, but I mean, no, with the, with, with the whole multiverse of madness thing going on i could easily see how how that could be written in that like that little bubble must burst with what's going on with this movie right so i mean i don't think it's out of the question Hmm. yeah i haven't uh there's so much that could possibly happen um you know with having charles xavier on the illuminati panel that then leads into what happens with the x-men we know that we're getting new x-men content that that's going to be a thing um I think uh, I think Nathan was saying that uh, in some comic runs, Reed Richards was on the panel mm-hmm. of uh, of the Illuminati, as well as Kang, as well as um, oh, who was the other them. one? Even Doctor Doom was on there in in a couple issues, like Magneto. I think. right there, there's there's a cycling roster. Uh, Magneto played by Patrick Stewart, of course. Of course, yeah, that's <laughs> the best variant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah like there's um, a huge huge rotating roster of characters that appear on the lumen the illuminati throughout like it's different iterations and with that being said if we're gonna we're gonna start seeing mutants on the rise here how are they gonna fold that in okay so, well go oh ahead, no ollie i'm interested go, well, go yeah ahead. I, 
my my brother was telling me about a theory about this movie like six months ago that there was a theory that the house of m would be incorporated with somehow wanda opening up some kind of um connection to the x-men because she's technically like a mutant right they call them miracles and and that's going to be somehow incorporated into it. He it was like pretty elaborate. I don't remember much of it, but I, I I'm going to ask him. Can we just can get I... your brother instead of you? Like, <laughs> can I throw it, a theory out there? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right, go, for it. go ahead, man. <laughs> um, so at the end of Wandavision, when um, like we have that parallel between Wandavision and Loki's end sequences, uh, and like the the whole multiverse erupts and whatever. Um, I think that uh, that's like what Wanda then goes to do uh, and reading that book and all that at the end is what's going to trigger uh, this like tear in the multiverse. It's then going to pull our Doctor Strange through as well as Doctor Armani into this other universe where the Illuminati and like the mutants and all of that exist. Um, And they're going to, the Illuminati will explain to Doctor Strange that does causing this that he has to be the one to stop her because he's from the same like original universe as her uh and in doing so that they're going to bring over the x gene in a way to uh to 616 i believe is the earth that we're or is that dc yeah i Uh, mean no because i thought dc was like there was like earth earth zero or earth one and earth prime earth prime and shit like that Maybe. I'm not sure which one is which at this point. There's so many. No, but I'm pretty sure I, 616 is a Marvel thing. I think you're right there. Okay. Uh, either, either way, uh, I think that that's, like, that's how we're also going to see tie-ins with uh, like this zombie apocalypse virus that goes around. And that's they're going to assume that it was Doctor Strange, and that's why we have that scene in the trailer of him fighting uh, whoever that is, whether it's um, Rambo or stark or whoever right that's more or less what i think the movie is that said that bottom uh that bottom left panel i have no fucking idea what that is i have no mephisto clue. that's mephisto confirmed oh my god is it no i'm kidding <laughs> i'm just trolling i mean it's just trolling but it looks nothing like him and i really i still hope that they don't do the mephisto thing like it feels at this point it would feel like a cop-out be too early and like not enough surrounding the character. Wow! So before we didn't get enough of Mephisto, and now we have too much. <laughs> I, I I always thought that it was just like the thing people went to just because like it could potentially fit in that spot. It was never a solid theory in my opinion, and well, I don't think it's like I I think that he would be bigger than just like one movie. There'd be a build up to. <clears throat> oh, definitely, and I and I think a lot of it had to stem from the parallels a lot of people were drawing between. WandaVision and House of M. Okay. Um, Do you know much which, of which? Not a whole lot. Um, only what I learned from New Rockstar. Shout out to New Rockstar as a fan of the show. Um, in that, Mephisto plays a huge role in that. And I think that because of that, and certain things were, were lining up, like Wanda's kids uh, and, uh, and uh, Agatha and all that, like those were all major players and key key components to house of m okay uh, plus her her having created this pocket reality within within mm-hmm. the universe too right like these were these were all little things that people were, were theorizing was going to parallel well with with house of m and i think that's where the whole mephisto thing came about and i mean who knows 
Marvel could have some serious tricks up their sleeve. Uh, and, and we might not even see Mephisto at all. We, this, the, Mephisto could be just a, a, a metaphorical red herring that everybody seems to believe is a thing, but not actually a thing. Hmm. Um, and they, they may even fucking guide us in that direction because they're crafty fuckers, those guys over at Marvel. Shout outs to Kevin Feige. Uh, we're homies. He's also a fan of the show. Big fan, in fact. Yeah, huge fan. Like, he's like the biggest fan. <laughs> he was totally asking for merch the other day. Uh, and I was like, hey, we don't, uh, we don't, you know, we don't have any merch yet, but we're, we're getting there. Um, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> Sometimes I, I do old... these bits and then I really, I really shouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> I got I've an got old t shirt that says Nerdy Nomicron on it that he can have. An old t shirt, sir? That is a. <laughs> and first off, that was a Christmas gift. <laughs> and you know what? I seem to be the only person who wears. Well, my wife and I are. They seem to be the only people who wear them. So that's not. True. I wear my shirt. You don't. You yeah. can't. When when me. do you wear it? You don't wear it at work? work all the time. In fact, I just washed it like this weekend when I did laundry. You did. You turned it inside out first, though, right? I did. Yeah, I turn it okay. inside out every time. Yeah, me too. Ollie, I think it was Ollie out. who told us that, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah it was. <laughs> with any, and, like, with and, any... and now I'm like super paranoid every time I do wash it. I'm like, is this fucker inside <laughs> out? Okay, good. Yeah, with yeah, clothes so... that have those like graphic logos on them, you got to turn them inside out. Otherwise, they just they get bang- too banged up in the wash and rubbed against other clothes, and it just starts to peel a lot sooner than it would. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, to all of our 1,011 subscribers, that is an actual number. Thank you to all of you for starters um we yes we as in the three of us and my wife all have shirts um there <laughs> we're, we're not opening up a patreon or a merch shop anytime soon but uh i mean it could happen who knows they do exist though and that's they that's do the exist they definitely exist in the wild in the wilds of alberta <laughs> <laughs> um but i digress getting back i um I was postulating the other day about what could possibly have um, caused this terror in the fabric of reality and the multiverse. Um, and I think I was discussing a little bit with you, Ryan, and I know Nathan and I were kind of talking about it. And I was trying to figure out where where does everything take place? So we know that the events of WandaVision and Loki both happen at the same time. Uh, mm-hmm. And I'm quite certain at the moment in time... Um, there's a moment in time in WandaVision where everything fucking explodes and all that energy goes everywhere. Is the same time-ish where the sacred timeline fucking unravels. Right. And now I'm wondering, does that coincide with um, the events of No Way Home? When Doctor mm. Strange does the spell and puts a whole shimmies a whole bunch of other fucking hmm. energy out into the world, as well think- as... Like, no, sorry, sorry to just interject here, but no, no, uh, no, no. before you continue, are, are you saying that you think that, um, like, Wanda's, uh, Wanda might have actually been the reason why the spell went so awry? It wasn't it could, actually it, Peter that was just, like, talking the whole time? I mean, it, it could be a bit of both, but I'm I'm thinking Wanda's power and her, her, what's the word I'm looking for? Not understanding, but, like, the opposite of her, of understanding, like, not knowing the extent oh, of her yeah. magic and delving so deep into this book of spells. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe that's amplifying shit. And I'm, and I'm thinking maybe the events of no way home and WandaVision 
and Loki, and quite possibly the appearance of of Arishim and the fucking um, celestial that's in the planet currently that no one's talking about. I'm wondering if all these events may have coincided all around the same time, and this cosmic energy not only broke the fabric of the universe and, and then shattered and created the multiverse, but also might have somehow uh, sped up the process of the X-Gene creating the mutants. Hmm. Hmm. Um, I think, not that my opinion really matters, but um, <laughs> I, I, I think that... Um, Doctor Strange will consult um, Wanda about the whole events of the town of Westview was the name of it, I think. Well, and... the thing is, though, is in the trailer, in one of the first trailers, and I know you don't know this because you don't watch trailers. That trailer I watched. Well, well, right. He says, I'm not here that... about Westview. Yeah. Oh, okay. Hmm. Right. Maybe not then. But mm-hmm. I was thinking that with the whole Nexus event or what, whatever he called the... That was the name of the event he called where he knows time up until that point after that everything else is buck wild right you mean kang yeah with with kang and in loki mm-hmm. like that no, that I, whole i think you're right yeah. Th- yeah that whole that whole event where everything like breaks up with that what if that's just like the creation of the current earth 616 that we're watching right now with the start of like the first avengers or something that doesn't necessarily have to line up with what's currently going on right now but we know that all this stuff takes place after those events. But like, we know the events. We know the events of Loki take place after, at least, at the very least, after the events of the first Avengers. Yeah, that's true. But Loki is a variant, and what's going on with him is different than what's going on back at Earth, right? So I feel like while the whole events of of the Loki TV series is going on, and Kang's o- preoccupied with that, the whole events of what's going on back at Earth with the Infinity Stone was the thing that caused a nexus event not necessarily like wanda's thing or or a, you know spider-man's whole spell like i think it's something earlier on in the mcu than and that's just like a red herring mm-hmm. thinking that it's something current i think it's something that happened at the beginning of the mcu because how else is this mcu like unique you know like why is this the one of all the multiverses to have caused that event to happen because Kevin Feige deemed it so, and he is God. Yeah, but I think <laughs> I, I think Feige. I think the I think the whole planning of this MCU is far greater ahead than people think. I, yeah, I agree. I think it's far more complex than what we are understand it to be. Yeah. So I don't know. That's just my thoughts on that. That whole Nexus and Multiverse of Madness, whatever it was, the inciting event was way back in the first Avengers era. Oh shit. Like phase one or two. Or yeah, because like when we first saw like the Tesseract and shit and didn't really know that it would later become an infinity stone and stuff like right, that. Right. We had no fucking we had no idea. Well I mean there were theories and things that surrounded yeah, and it. Like, but, like, we didn't want to know people that knew like the Tesseract from the comics knew that and but still like it's it's the same thing as what you guys have been talking about with the house of M where like there are people that know this storyline and know generally how that one goes, but they're very likely just taking elements of it. They're not going to be copying it. Right. And they're definitely going to do what they want with the source material because well, mm-hmm. they're Marvel and they can do whatever they want with whatever they want. Yeah. I mean, I think all he's right. Like, I think, I think that it is just something much earlier on that we're, 
not even thinking is relevant at this point. And I, I feel like the one piece of evidence I have for that is the the Hawkeye TV series where we see Ant-Man in that fucking, um, like, I still can't in get the, over in that. In the Rogers the Musical. Yeah, and all, the and all, the musical. Of the, all of the Ant-Man imagery and all of the Pym Tech stuff. Yeah. Like, I, I, I still feel like there's something there that's unexplained because I feel like that's way too big a plot hole to just kind of, like, leave. Where, like, right. why does he have Pimtech arrows? I thought the whole idea was that that was, like, so secretive technology and even having Scott Lang use it was, like, you know, a big deal for him. And he did all the research into having Scott Lang be the one to to wear the suit, right? Right. And not to mention that... Uh... Barton does mention Scott by name. Does he? When in talking the... in like the second last episode or the last episode when he's talking to to um, Kate there. He mentions he mentions Scott by name okay. in re- in reference to the arrows. Yeah, so there you go. I just I just feel like there's something there and I feel like that's the evidence that something earlier than what's currently going on has happened to the MCU and there and that's going to be the fucking plot twist that that something's changed. And that's probably like what they're, they're going to get into with Multiverse of Madness is he's going to realize that and he's going to be like, okay, we got to do something about this. And maybe that's what leads to the events of Multiverse of Madness. Mm. That's what my high, high high mind is saying to me. I mean, you've called stuff before, Ollie. So like, yeah, <laughs> but I, I definitely agree that uh, we have zero fucking clue with with what's going on. And I definitely agree with, I think that the MCU as a whole, even even beyond what we're getting now over the next 10 years or, or however many years until these, these until this saga is finished, I think there's still an even greater picture beyond that. Um, yeah. I think that we're, we're just, excuse the pun, we're, 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 actually I have no pun for that. I don't know where my head went for that one. <laughs> I was, so I was going to link, link together webs. I'm like, we're, we're just kind of traversing the webs right now. Like we're, we're. We're on the outskirts, and we haven't quite made it to the center yet. Yeah, mm. the, the other thing that I want to say um, in that sense is that, you know, at least with the first four phases of the MCU, we've had very, um, like, well-defined characters carrying that portion of the MCU. You know, Captain America, Iron Man being the top two. Mm-hmm. Going forward from now on, we don't really have those those. Benchmark characters. Yeah, those benchmark characters that hold the foundation of what the MCU is. Well, I feel like our predictions are probably going to get just a lot more wilder because it's really hard to kind of like zero in on where we're going right now. Because, yeah, it it, it was 10 years of a buildup for the first um, part. And I feel like we're in part two of what's going on. However, I uh, I think we do have at least one benchmark character. And I'm I'm hoping anyway. I'm hoping that Shang Chi becomes the new face of Marvel. I would love that. I want Shang Chi to be the new Cap. And I mean, we we have Cap. We've got Sam, um, mm-hmm. and that's great. And maybe, and I'm, I'm actually I really hope that he steps into the same kind of leadership role too. But I'm I'm maybe that's what we're gonna have. Maybe we're gonna have Sam and Shang Chi be the the new leader roles for this for this new super group they're gonna build. Because you know oh, there's know. gonna be a super group. Won't be the oh, Avengers, yeah. but we're gonna have something. Yep, the Revengers. And- <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> um, but the thing is, too, is like we still haven't we haven't even broken the ice yet on what's going on. We're still in this set of phases, infancy. Doctor Strange will be the third movie. Uh, and it was you know, just to touch on like what 
you guys were saying earlier, like it, it's it's so early on, it's hard to have any perspective or any any real raw idea as to what could happen because we still haven't even gotten Blade. We know the Black Knight's going to be a thing. Um, traditionally in comics, they uh, they were in a, a group together and they did shit together. And it's since we yeah. know that Mahershala Ali's Blade is now connected with. Um, that end cutscene in Eternals, um, mm-hmm. and will be connected to the the, the Black Knight. We're going to have some shit going on there. We haven't even seen Morbius yet, um, and I don't I don't know what route they're taking with him. I don't know if he's going to be an antihero like Venom, or if he's going to be uh, just a villain. It's going to be a weird one off because when was the last time Jared Leto did anything more than once? Yeah. Um, <laughs> Dallas Buyers Club. That's for sure. <laughs> Whatever. Um, fuck, where was I going with that? I don't know. He dies in every movie. Does he? No, I'm, I'm kidding. That was my oh. joke with Alice Byers Club, why there wasn't a second one, because he, he played an AIDS patient that passed away. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> I was going to say, I mean, they didn't kill him off in Fight Club. They beat the fuck out of him, but they didn't, they didn't <laughs> kill him off in Fight Club. Is, it, um, is, is that better? Like, that's what Batman, <laughs> that's basically what Batman does to people. <laughs> oh, sorry. Like, I've, I've, you, you just pro- proven me wrong. Jared Leto has been the Joker twice. Once in the Suicide Squad that's now been retconned, uh, and then at the very end of Zack Snyder's Justice League. Yeah, so that, oh. That's also being retconned. Yeah, that that's is true. <laughs> <laughs> now, you know what? Bring back, hashtag bring back the Snyderverse. I think that man deserves another shot at, at completing this. And yeah, anyone who doesn't give it to him is just an asshole. <laughs> as far as I'm concerned, yeah, no, like straight up, I think I think Snyder should have this should be given another shot and be given all the funding because that Snyder that that Snyder cut was unfucking real, patched up so all the holes for me, um, and uh, I want to see more. I want to see that finish. Like, there's supposed to be a whole lot more, mm-hmm. and we're not going to get it, and that sucks. And I know that this yep. discussion was supposed to be about the MCU, but I had to get that off my chest. <laughs> oh, while we're on this tangent, um, there's rumors that Jensen Ackles is playing Batman in a TV show. Really? Yeah. It's it's going to be a, a Berlanti-verse TV show. So Why am I not surprised? Huh. Yep. So is it going to be a CW show? E- essentially, yeah. Oh, fuck me. I mean, I do, I do like me some Jensen Ackles. That man is fucking awesome. I, I just love how, you know, with the Berlanti verse, when it first started, it was like so tough for them to get like any character that was like recognized. Like, you know, sure, they got the main hero, but like they they didn't get, you know, a whole lot of big names until like later seasons. Like Rachel Ghoul came in like season three of Arrow. And now they're actually like, I remember a time when they said that they weren't going to do Superman or Batman. And now they're fucking just going for it. So clearly, these are <laughs> these are like succeeding enough to draw in so many people to the CW verse. You know, I think I figured out why the Berlanti verse is so campy, and it's not just because it's on the CW. Did you guys know Greg Berlanti was involved with Dawson's Creek? I'm not really familiar with Dawson's Creek. You don't know what Dawson's Creek is? I know Me it's either. a place in BC. It is a fucking show from the 90s. 
That's probably why you don't know. Never mind. Ryan, do you know what Dawson's Creek is? I know the name, but I've never seen it. Its fucking theme song plays at our work at least once every couple of days. Showing your age, old man. Well, I'm 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 going on 35 this year. Um, And my wife has been watching Dawson's Creek a lot lately. And I I was walking past the TV to go to the bathroom. And, of course, TV's on, so my eyes naturally look at the TV. And as credits were rolling, I saw Greg Berlanti's name, and I was like, son of a bitch. I'm like, I didn't realize that he was, I think he was an executive producer or something like that. But he was involved in Dawson's Creek, which was was a 90s television series. It was just a teen show. A bunch of high school kids and all the drama. There's a teen drama from back in the day, and I think oh, that's why. Right, and that's where he came from. So I'm thinking <laughs> that's why all these CW shows have all the drama and are kind of hokey the way they are because that's what he was fucking doing back in the day. Oh, and there's supposed to be another Gotham PD show. So I don't I don't know what connection that has to the the Jim Gordon one they just had finish. But they're they're I, I don't know if that one's CW, but they're going nuts with DC TV shows right now. Well, I mean, it, it seems to be their their best bet right now. They're not exactly knocking them out of the park with these movies. Um, but they seem to be doing... The DC seems to do animated films and animated series extremely well. Yeah. Um, and right now, with, with the Berlantiverse and, and all these CW shows, those are also taking off. And I may not be a fan of them, but they're fucking huge. Like absolutely massive. They have a they have a seriously large fandom. Yeah, like they just, I no, think go ahead. in 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 the last year they just started like is it Stargirl and Naomi now in this like just this month drop? Like like I feel like every other month I'm hearing of a new show that's starting up. Right. And they they had a crisis on Infinite Earth, so now they're they are all on the same like um Earth. So right, they're doing a lot of things that they're like not doing crossovers. In, yeah. Right, and if they're doing things that they're not doing in their films, which they should be. They seriously mishandled all of this source material. They should have built it up just like the MCU built up Marvel. They should have taken the time out. I mean, yeah, have we do we know the origin stories to fucking Batman and Superman? Of course we do. We've been beaten to death with them. I don't need to see another fucking origin story for that, and I get that. I, I mean, honestly, like, though, like, not, like not, that you say that, I think that that's actually their exact problem, is that they did exactly what the MCU did. The only difference was they're late to the party, so all of their shit movies are regarded as what they are. They're shit movies, where Marvel was able to establish themselves because they were superhero films. I guess, but I mean, I don't feel like they took enough time out to really establish as they did in the MCU. No, but that's also like part of that bigger problem is that they they were just trying to play catch up just to get to the point where they're no longer rehashing old ideas. Right. And they didn't need to. Um, I mean, Ollie and I were talking before we got started, before you joined us, about um, how a lot of people didn't really care for Man of Steel. Mm-hmm. I fucking loved Man of Steel. Yeah, uh, that was like, that's like one of, and in fact, as far as I'm concerned, probably one of the best Superman movies of all time. Yeah. As far as a quote unquote origin story goes, and it's not even that much of an origin story. They just kind of flash back a bit to his past and and that's it. Like Man of Steel was fucking insane. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And they should have had a Batman movie like that. And then they should have done Wonder Woman and then done The Flash and then done Cyborg and then done all of these things and then bring them all together in a culminating event. 
The fact that they had the death and return of Superman in the span of two fucking movies that it shouldn't even have happened in mm-hmm. is insane, is ridiculous. That's an arc that goes over, I don't know how many fucking issues. How did you condense that into into a two yeah. and a half hour movie? I, I feel right. like there's so much I, shit that goes on in between all of that bef- before Doomsday even comes to fucking Earth. Don't even get me started on on how they created Doomsday. That's that's a whole other. <laughs> and don't get me wrong, I love Batman v Superman too. That was a it was a cool movie. It was a great adaptation, but that's what it is. It's just an adaptation. They, they retconned so much shit and took so many goddamn liberties with that source material and tried to rush things to try to keep up with the MCU that they fell so short of mm. where they could have been. Sorry, all the way, man. I feel like yeah. I was just gonna say I feel like that's what they were hoping would happen with that is that it would be such big drastic events that it would draw viewers in because they would hear about it and it'd be like whoa that's bigger than what like marvel did where like they wouldn't just kill iron man off like right now would they and like no they waited for like a really good time An to entire do that. fucking decade before but, they did that but they were like hey we're like eight years behind the mcu and we need to compete now otherwise we're gonna we're gonna get like really um like like a whole oligarchy is gonna fucking happen um where just one thing takes over and that's probably why they went for it they just were like fuck it like let's pull you know pull the curtains aside and just show them what we have to offer with dc Right. And that and didn't you know, exactly no it didn't exactly land well, especially with you know, it's it's a good thing and a bad thing that Zack Snyder had creative control on it because like overall I think it was a really good thing. But the way I see that it it kinda led astray was that the fact that he did do that group up movie so early on really set the tone for what these characters were like in the Snyderverse. Right. So I feel like in the future it would be really difficult to flesh those characters out than they were because now they have like a oh this is how they behaved in the justice league so like i'd expect to see that no kidding you know i tell you what they need to do they need to get a few people together all in one room they need james gunn kevin feige greg berlanti because he is actually very capable of writing mature shows titans is another is a, is a perfect example of that that is a mature it still feels like a teen drama half yeah half the episodes i was gonna I say through, but but it is a much more mature setting. Uh, and sorry, where we go? James Gunn. Oh, uh, James Wan, who arguably created one of the better of the fucking movies, and Zack Snyder. Get these powerful five people. And I know what people are probably thinking. Alex, you are fucking crazy because there's no way Kevin Feige is going <laughs> to work on DC. There's no way disney will will take the tether off of his balls and let him work on other projects and you know what you're probably right but if you sat these five people down and just storyboarded for like i don't know a week like just lock them in a room and give them all the food and and sustenance and bathroom they need but don't let them out until they completely rewrite and redo the entire dceu from scratch and make it work you know i'm I'm really surprised that a name that didn't come up when you were talking about that was Jeff Johns, who has either co-written or produced most of the Snyderverse films, including Wonder Woman 84 and the failed Justice we League movie. We don't discuss Wonder Woman 84, that fucking trash movie. Do you know what the best part of Wonder Woman 84 was? It ended? No, the opening 20-minute scene 
of the of the the Amazonian games. That was like the coolest oh, thing in that entire yeah. fucking movie. And the rest of that was a heaping fucking pile of shit, trash fire, trash bin bullshit movie. I'm telling you how I really feel. Shit. That movie yeah. was fucking garbage. That should never have been a thing. That the it was way too campy. You look at the events of Wonder Woman, um, the first Wonder Woman movie to Wonder Woman '84. That first Wonder Woman movie, albeit was not the greatest film ever, still entertaining, still good, definitely way better than '84 will ever be, and more mature. This one was like. The effects sucked. The action sucked. The fighting sucked. Everything about this stuff, the, the whole fucking hokey premise of getting the entire world to come together and make a new wish and set things back to good. Get, get fucked. That's something I would expect to see out of a Batman 66 episode. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> Take that okay. shit the fuck out of here. That That is so Disney. I'm surprised Disney didn't buy DC. <laughs> like, what the fuck was that? Sorry, sorry. That that movie just just enrages me. You had such potential, such potential, okay. and and so much shit to work. Sorry, Ollie, you go, man. I'm just gonna keep going if, if you don't. Sorry, right. I I feel like we talked about this before, whether it was an episode or not. But I think we had this discussion about the whole premise of how that situation resolved itself in Wonder Woman eighty four with everyone giving up their gifts or whatever. Ain't um, nobody doing that. Nobody's doing that in real life. There are too many selfish assholes and I am one of them. There's no yeah. way that would ever happen. Sorry, I'll keep going. And then and then you brought up like Batman sixty six comic and like that happened in, in a Flash comic. I remember it was um was it the Flash against like the the monitor or the anti monitor or maybe it was Brainiac <laughs> no or something? But he basically had to run so fast that even he could run that fast. And um he it ended up being like everyone on Earth ended up running to power the speed force to give him that extra bit of juice he needed to run <laughs> oh so my god <laughs> to, like, to like undo everything that like brainiac was doing at the time and i oh think my god. and i think that was the event where the flash where barry allen disappeared in the speed force for like 20 years and then wally west took up the mantle for I was like gonna say giving way to wally west yeah yeah and then mm. and then the return from flashpoint i think is what 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 that comic was called i think i own it somewhere but and and then barry allen comes back after like 15 years or something like that of real time um so i mean like that's happened that kind of thing that corny things like happened before and honestly um i recently rewatched um a summary of all the seasons of the flash that i've been missing and that show is exactly in that sense of wonder woman 84 and and that comic um story of how barry allen disappears right it like they're i, I feel like that's actually like a lot of what dc is in, in a sense just because that's what we're seeing in all these tv shows and movies about it right it's just so much wasted potential and like mm -hmm. wonder woman is probably my favorite female heroine like heroine. she's fucking yeah that's the female version of hero sir heroine isn't it heroine i thought it was heroine not like the drug if i wanted to say heroin the yeah drug but just... that's <laughs> like, I'm, I'm not I'm not saying you're wrong. I, I genuinely don't know. I just I just assumed that it wasn't pronounced the same way as the drug. Oh, yeah, no, definitely is. Heroin. Or at least that's, that's how I've been led to believe, to be honest. My favorite is Black Tar, if it mattered to any of you guys. I don't even know who that is, and neither does anybody else. 
<laughs> it, it's not a <laughs> heroin. It's a what? It's a substance. It's heroin. Oh, I don't know why that went over my fucking head. Oh my okay. god. Black tart. Okay. Yeah, okay. Wah, wah. I, I Fuck it. me. Yeah. All right. All right. I get it. I get it. I'm going to hang up my clothes here. Um, yeah, no. Such wasted potential. And and I was so greatly disappointed if none of you can tell by the rant I went on. Um, I mean, honestly, the suit was cool, though. Which, what, that golden suit? Yeah, with the wings. Fuck off. No. <laughs> I liked it. No. No, you would. That's definitely something you'd be into. Um, <laughs> I mean, I just, yeah, I said I liked it. So. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. It was just, it was bad. All There was nothing good about that. Even like, you wasted the talents of people like Pedro Pascal. I was just going to say, yeah. And then like, you bring back Chris Pine. Why? Why are we bringing him, him back? see him die again. To see him die again. Right. And so that she can have her like woman empowered moment and learn to fly by letting him go. Like, come on, give me a fucking break. Like, there's there. I've seen better writing from fucking fifth graders, for Christ's sake. Okay, I need to anyways, stop. I need anyways, to stop. I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep fucking ripping and ripping if yeah, we, don't, but we no, don't move on. But no, anyways, that's kind of my point. You were naming all these names involved with the DC decision making process, but you left Jeff Johns out of it, who is like really heavily involved in all this stuff. He wrote a lot of comic books no you were right i definitely left that out uh, yeah and, and i apologize apologies to mr john um you are you are probably not a fan of the show anymore but that's okay i'm sure we can <laughs> we can get you back we'll have dinner sometime call me <laughs> <laughs> yeah no sorry you know you're right you're 100 right i don't even know why my brain didn't even didn't even go there you know what in fact let's uh let's let's remove someone from the table let's take james Wan out and put jeff john in <laughs> sounds better i think so i think so but yeah anyways he takes some of the brunt of the blame too <laughs> was what i was gonna say <laughs> i didn't I mean, know like, he was that involved with wonder woman 84 i thought that was all um what's her name uh, see what what i thought what i thought was that he was basically the 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 kevin feige of dceu that's what i thought he was but i'm not so sure anymore because he really doesn't take the limelight on anything right i'm gonna find it where patty jenkins yeah the director of wonder woman and writer she wrote wonder woman she wrote wonder woman 84 i think she did some writing for wonder the first wonder woman movie yeah which you know with patty jenkins at the helm of the first wonder woman movie i had such high hopes for for 84 um, because I thought it was, I thought it was well done. It wasn't a masterpiece by any stretch, but it was still a good step in the right direction. Um, and then, yeah, then then we got eighty four, and 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 everybody knows how I feel about it. I mean, that's kind of how I felt about the first Wonder Woman movie. Maybe not to that extreme, but I just everyone loved it, and I was like, oh, the mustache. Patty right. um, Jenkins is also going to be involved with. Star Wars Rogue Squadron. Interesting. Although, didn't we talk about Taika Waititi being a part of that? Yeah, he's the director. Not according to this. When did that article come out? It's not an article. It's IMDb. Oh, okay. Although, because because I was reading an article, but I can't remember where it was on, and I think I sent it to you guys. But yeah, no, she was like uh, she was directing Rogue Squadron. So then, what the fuck is Taika Waititi doing? I know he got signed to do some Star Wars stuff, but nobody really knew what it was. Um, it could just be that they switched directors recently. Holy fuck. 
Oh, it's just called Untitled Taika Waititi Star Wars Film for 2025. <laughs> oh, that's okay. fine, but that's not what I'm losing my shit over. He's do. Do you guys know? Uh, I I won't be surprised by either one of these answers. Do you know what Flash Gordon is? Yeah, yeah. Flash. Ah, uh... yes, one of Queen's like most awesome fucking theme songs. Next to uh, well, under the Highlander theme. Um, princes of the universe shout out to queen one of the greatest rock bands of all time fans of the show um he's doing a flash gordon movie that's been announced and he's also writing a screenplay for the classic anime akira hmm interesting akira or akira? i don't know how to pronounce that properly to be honest yeah me neither like i almost feel like if they just go it. directly off of the source material it'll be taken it, it won't be well received Oh, like, I don't know. That, I, I trust Taika Waititi to... I do too. It's just like, with that movie in particular, it's it's a very... Um, uh, how, how do I describe it? It's like, not a, it's like a trope, but it originated the trope, you know? Sure. It would just, it would feel like, it would feel cheesy and weird if, if they just like had a one-for-one live-action copy of it, you know? Oh, I... I... <laughs> I think Taika Waititi is better than that. I don't think we're going to get a one-for-one one on that. I think he's going to have a wicked... I'm sure there will be scenes that pay homage, proper, um, mm-hmm. but I don't think he's going to shot-for-shot that shit. I, Taika Waititi is better than that. And if he does, I'll eat my words. I mean, like, there's a part of me... like there, I, I'm on either side of this in a way that I don't want it to just be a one-for-one, one, but straying too far and like going too outlandish with the source material wouldn't make the fans happy either so like there's a a very fine line when it comes to making this movie in particular where it could it could be a very well written with very good characters and turn out to be a poor movie because it's overdone and like it it would just be the feeling of like the, the 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 tone of the movie when you're in it it just it would feel like you know every twist is coming that's fair and like it wouldn't even be on him as a director. Uh, it it would purely be because it literally laid the groundwork for certain genres of film. And it's just like at a point now where it's established itself so much that it's common practice in a lot of similar story arcs. That very fair, extremely fair. I just didn't Definitely. know that that was that that was going on. That's kind of awesome. A Flash yeah. Gordon and an Acura movie, crazy. <laughs> well, it's getting to be that time, folks. Yeah, we're we definitely uh, we're definitely encroaching on some uh, <laughs> on some stuff here. Um, I was gonna say, are there any closing thoughts on Multiverse of Madness? But we have come so far away from <laughs> that it. Was like that forty five minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, that was that was me. That was my fault. <laughs> it's um, okay. It was a DC episode this time. No big deal. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Marvel gets enough love. It's about, it's about time we showed some to the other that side. might even be the title of this episode marvel gets enough love or maybe it's <laughs> too much love i don't know we'll there figure we go, it out. Yeah. um or not enough love for dc i don't know i'll figure it out that's not no i think deal. the i think the first two were good choices marvel I think gets enough love too much too much too love? love marvel gets yeah. too much love okay because i'm down you heard it here first, but yeah. well, actually, you'll see the title before you listen to the episode. Paradox. Um, <laughs> um, shout outs, uh, unless either of you have anything more to add or want to say. Nope. I think I'm nope. all good. Perfect. 
Shoutouts time. It's shoutouts time. Um, I don't know why I'm blanking so hard on this. I do this. We do this every fucking episode. Matt the Rat. Matt the Rat. Right, of course. Big shout out to Matt the Rat. He is our content producer over at Rat House Productions. And that is R-A-T-T-H-A-U-S dot net. Where you can find us there as well as other um, cool podcasts. uh, Many of which I've actually don't even know the names of. But the one I do know is Twat FM, also known as The World According to Fear and MDI. Uh, and me and Fear and MDI go way back. We are we are good friends, and uh, a big shout-out to them, and thanks to them, because uh, they helped inspire me to create a podcast. And, and, and now all of you thousands of people, thousand people, uh, get to listen. Hang on, uh, at the start of this episode, you totally said we were your only friends. <laughs> so now you're just lying to us. Breaking our That's hearts. That's all the time we have today, folks. Until next time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know what? So what? I'm guilty. Sue me. Cheat Fucking sue us. me. God damn it. Yeah. All the time. <laughs> also, big shout out to Joe over at Blind Knowledge. He is also a content publisher, uh, but also has created a huge network of shows called Blind Knowledge, where you can check out a few other shows like us. Um, and speaking of blind knowledge and other shows, Adam over at Tiff Tech, also known as Tales from the Animal Kingdom, uh, is now a part. Uh, well, actually, he has been for a couple weeks. I think I've just been a little slow on the uh, on the uptake on that one. But he is also part of Blind Knowledge, uh, and we we debuted not debuted. We uh, <laughs> we had an episode a couple weeks back over on his show. Uh, you can definitely go check that out. But definitely go check him out. He's got some cool stuff in his latest episode. Um, actually left me in stitches on my way to work. I've never laughed so hard in my life. His, his, his guest for this episode was so full of energy and like definitely carried the show. She was a blast to listen to. Um, do I have any more? Do I usually have any more? Uh, is, the, is that it? I, I already you're, shouted you're out Nerd Talk Plus, uh, but like yeah. go check them out anyway. Uh, cause they're, like I said, they're like us, but American. Uh, but we're way cooler because we're Canadian. Mm. Correct. And Canadians are just naturally cooler because we're further north. Uh, so it's a weather. <laughs> nice. <laughs> no ice. You, you made up for that pun earlier in the episode. <laughs> that was even. That last one was even worse. So let's not even. <laughs> let's not even go there. Um, internet time. People want to find you on the internet, Ollie. Aside, aside from where they can find Ryan or myself. Where can they find you? Uh, on Instagram at oliver.hruiz. And don't you usually go to Ryan first for these? Am I not allowed nope. to switch it up? I should keep you fuckers on your toes is what, I, I, what I'm trying I to do. I expect routines. Do you, do you know, do you know why I switch it we, up now? If, if we don't have a docket, we at least need routine at the beginning and end, sir. Fuck the docket. <laughs> it restricted us. Yeah, no, I'm us. kidding. It restricted us so hard. Our episodes now are way more free-flowing and way more fun. It's good that you came to me first because I usually zone out by the time Ryan's done talking. <laughs> no. Do you know why I've started switching it up? <laughs> why? Because my wife had noticed that I always went to Ryan first, even in introductions in the beginning of the show, and as well <laughs> oh. and as well as the outro when we do the after the shoutouts and we do the where can we find you. It was always Ryan first, then you. So I've been switching it up so that you don't feel unloved. 
I haven't been feeling that way. <laughs> I, I appreciate it though, but I've honestly been doing the same thing because I give my shout outs to Ryan usually. <laughs> so like I think we both do it subconsciously. Ryan is like the mascot of this podcast. Sure, no, sure. That, that is yeah, he's def he's definitely the mascot of this. <laughs> I only created it. Not <laughs> and I'm the life of it. That's oh. what we let you believe. Ryan if Thank people you. want to find you on the internet, where can they find you? You guys can find me on Twitch and Instagram at Synthetic7S. Uh, I stream basically every Sunday and every Monday to Wednesday. Uh, might be picking up Thursdays here for Witch Queen. Uh, but so Could will... you not then say that you stream from Sunday to Wednesday? Well, no, because I don't stream every Sunday. It depends. Ah. It's like... Once a month, I take Sundays off because an event isn't happening, so I'm not bothering to play. And that was really the only reason why I was hopping on games on Sunday anyway. Fair enough. Um, but also, now that we're done with watch parties, um, the future of Wednesday's streams... For now. For now, yep. Definitely more to come uh, later in March and uh, May as well. But the future of our Wednesday streams is yet to be determined, um, and we will get back to you on that one in the future. Hell yeah. Do we cover all, all of your bases? Yep. Sorry, sometimes when you speak, I stop listening. Oh. Yeah, it seems to happen. <laughs> Did I not just say that earlier? Like, now we're yeah, roasting you guys today. <laughs> just all over the place. And <laughs> oh, whatever. You got to have fun with it, even if it's at someone else's expense. <clears throat> of course. If you guys want to find me, if, I don't know why you would, but if you want to find me on the internet, you can. At... Uh, Whoa. <laughs> Sorry, at on Twitter or on Instagram. At Twitter, I am at the real Snurfin. And on Instagram, I am just at Snurfin. Um, you can find the podcast on either of those at Nerdy Nomicron. And as I had mentioned last episode, Nerdy Nomicron now has a Twitch channel. So I guess that would be what? Twitch.tv slash Nerdy Nomicron? Is that how those work? Probably, yeah. I mean, generally it is. I'm you could sure just search people. Nerdy Nomicron. You would find our logo because only the true fans know what our logo is. And by only true fans, I mean anybody who clicks on it knows what our logo looks like. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you can find us there. Um, I'm hoping to be doing some stuff with Ryan in the future. going to be doing some uh, co-streaming. Co is that how you would say that? Uh, sure, I guess. Like partner we streaming. Would, we're, I, I don't we know. Part Partner streaming sounds a little more intimate, so maybe not that. Well, maybe it is. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but just don't tell enough my wife. Enough to tune into the streams to find out. Yeah, fair enough. Um, I know I want to be streaming Witch Queen content um, and definitely have us both on that because I think we're we going to be so heavily invested. I actually, I can't wait. Like Tuesday is, <laughs> less, is, is, is so close now, I can almost taste it. Mm -hmm. and uh i can't wait to get super deep into that content oh, yeah. uh but yeah no keep keep your eyes out for that come uh come drop in and say hey what's up um it's funny though because this episode is going to drop on tuesday and tuesday i will definitely be streaming witch queen um so you get like the best of both worlds really if yeah. you guys come and hang out you can listen to us and then and then you can come watch us or you can watch us while you're listening to us and make it super meta the possibilities are endless i mean they are endless i mean ollie won't be with us because he doesn't do that kind of stuff because i think he just really sucks at video games and doesn't want people to what? see that yeah <laughs> i mean some certain. video games 
<laughs> I mean, I'm no, I'm not great either. And any of you who come to watch are going to see that real quick. So I don't even, I don't even get to talk shit. I shouldn't be talking shit. I'm gonna be like at all. I'm gonna be one of your biggest haters on that chat, just so I that will... you know. Even your biggest <laughs> hater is your like second fan, not number one fan, but like number two fan. My biggest hater would be my biggest number two fan. Yeah. Yeah. I'll just so get I... mods to ban you. That's not even a. That's not even a thing. Yeah, you'll be. F- <laughs> you won't even make it thirty seconds, son. <laughs> Drop the ban oh. hammer. Anyways, that's been the show. Until next time, next week, same nerdy time, same nerdy channel. Peace out. Peace. See ya. <laughs>